You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 156. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and it's Friday, which means I have another amazing story of a woman who has been able to go through her own transformation and what that looks like. And we have Sherry on the podcast today, and I'm just... I'm just so excited for you to hear Sherry's story. One, because she's such an eloquent speaker. And two, because her story I know is very similar to some of you listening. Um, Sherry, Sherry goes way back when she starts talking about her story and some things that happened to her when she was 10 years old nine and 10 years old and things that she's held on for a very, very, very long time that she's only recently uh, kind of released and let go. And by doing that has been able to just explode with what, with what's been possible for her. We talk in this episode about uh, bravery and specifically how uh, Sherry has been able to step into this brave version of herself. One of the the stories that she shares, and I won't share the whole story because I want you to hear it from Sherry, but she shares that for years and years and years, she has never worn anything other than long sleeves and pants everywhere. And that was an insecurity with her arms and insecurity with her legs and with, and with her body. And I think it, you hearing her tell the story of how she was able to break out of that and what that experience was like for her and what happened on the other side of that experience. Like it just gives me tingles to think about, think about her sharing this part of her story. So I want you to listen as you're listening to Sherry's story, because there is an affirmation that she shares that I think some of you are going to want to include in your affirmations. If you don't know what an affirmation is, uh, it's it's kind of like a mantra that you repeat to yourself. It's it's something that you are affirming, and it's a way to rewrite your subconscious. So much of our so much of our daily life is lived is processed and activated by the subconscious, and yet a lot of times we don't even pay attention to what's happening in the subconscious. And so affirmations are a way to reprogram the subconscious to put things into the subconscious that is going to benefit us in reaching our goals. And so one of the affirmations that uh, Sherry shares, that is such a great affirmation. If you have struggled with things that people have said to you, especially if this has been in the past, if in your childhood, your parents told you something or a teacher told you something, or in Sherry's case, a nurse, the school nurse told her something that's been impacting you for years. I think the affirmation that Sherry shares is going to be one that you're going to want to grab onto and use in your life too, because it's, it's incredibly powerful. And then the last thing I want to mention about Sherry's story, for those of you who are 
trying to sit here with deciding whether or not you're going to listen to the story, uh, is that Sherry is a classic yo-yo dieter. And she talks about her experience of losing and regaining 80 pounds four times. And realizing that if that's you and you've been somebody who's gone through that yo-yo diet where you're like, I can lose the weight, but then I can't keep it off and I regain the weight. And you've gone through that cycle multiple times. uh, That's really common. Unfortunately, it's really common. And you can hear Sherry, who's on the other side of that, where she's gotten to a place where this is the last time. And she tells a really great story about how she knows that it's the last time. Now, if you are listening to this in real time, that means you're listening to it on uh, Friday at the very end of my free five-day challenge. If you have not gotten registered yet, it is not too late, my friend. There is still time to come and join us. Go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash challenge. You can get registered. All of the videos are up on our page to be able to watch. You do need to get registered first, but then you can binge watch all five of the days of the five day challenge. So if you haven't been following along and you're like, oh crap, I'm, I'm late. You're not late. You are right on time. And all of the content now is up for you to binge listen over the weekend. And that's really important because on Monday, we will be opening up doors to Macros 101. So you'll hear Sherry talk about Macros 101 and what a difference that has made in her life. And we only open doors a couple times to the program every year. And we do that because it allows us to serve our clients on a higher level. Instead of just running program after program after program after program, We only run a couple a year and that allows us to really go deep with those women who come and enjoying Macros 101. So if that's something that you're interested in, you want to get coached through your fitness journey, you want to be able to have breakthrough experiences like Sherry's been able to have, you want to be able to have that coaching that goes deeper than just telling you what to do, then Macros 101 is for you. Get on the wait list bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist. We open doors on Monday. It will only be open for four days. Uh, And if so, you're wanting to join, be ready because inevitably I always get people who email me the day after we close doors and are regretting not joining. So don't be that person. Get on the waitlist, get ready. We are opening doors for the very last time in 2021 on Monday, August 30th. And I can't wait to be able to dive in and coach those women who are going to be joining us. And you can be like Cherry and have a transformative experience inside of Macros 101. So let's jump into that interview with Sherry. I am so excited to have Sherry here on the podcast with us. Sherry, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for you to be able to share your story. It's such an honor. Thanks for letting me take the opportunity to, um, dive in. Yeah, it's it's we're going to have such a good conversation and I know that there are going to be women who are listening to this that are just going to resonate so much with your story because you've overcome some really big things and um I hope that you realize that. You know, I want to take the opportunity to just say like you've done big things and uh it's important to pat ourselves on the back when we've made some really big strides and it's just been an honor to be able to watch you go through this transformation process. So before we dive into that, before we dive into like today and where you're at today and some of the things you've accomplished, let's go back um, to before you joined Macros 101, maybe back in your in your history. And just tell us a little bit about your struggles. Like, where were you at headspace physically? Um, what was feeling really hard before you came and joined us in Macros 101? Well, if we're going to go backwards, we got to go back 39 years, which okay, let's do it. Really, way back. So, just right now, I'm 48 years old. 
So 39 years ago, I was a a good old nine-year-old and I was an overweight nine-year-old. And I have such vivid memories of being a big kid. And if you think about it now, it's so common to see a kid struggle with their weight. But 39 years ago, I was the minority. And I absolutely didn't think anything different of being the overweight kid, other than I dealt with a lot with reactions and words that people said to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, I go through my life, went... um, you know, through college, overweight, got married, overweight, um, and found myself uh, somewhere in the 26-year-old range, um, about ready to deliver my only child. um, And I was weighing in around 280 pounds. Um, So I can tell you, I've done so many stupid diets, so many things that I thought was going to give me what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, within the first five years of my daughter being born, I um, had lost around 50 pounds and um, thought, of course, I had found all the secrets. Mm -hmm. But goodness knows those secrets definitely um, slip really quickly through your fingers when you're never taught Mm -hmm. um, what to do next. Um, So that takes me to about 16 years ago, I was around my early 30s, and I decided to join Weight Watchers. And Mm -hmm. that's when my pendulum um, started swinging huge from one direction to the other. So in that 16 years that I was a lifetime Weight Watchers member, I lost 80 pounds. Mm -hmm. And I gained back 80 pounds. And I lost 80 pounds four times, which means that I gained 80 pounds three times. Mm. Um, I really put my body, my mind, my physical self through, uh, excuse my language, hell. Mm-hmm. Um, the fall of 2020, I was starting to really worry about myself. And I was really worried I was having a midlife crisis. And I don't know about you, I don't really know what a midlife crisis was, but I thought I was having one. Mm-hmm. I felt numb. I felt um, like I was completely not the person that I ever thought I was. And I was binge eating on a daily basis. Um, Every Monday I said, I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again. Mm -hmm. And I was never able to make it past Monday afternoon before I was hating my life. And I just had no identity. And then, you know, obviously you start thinking about, geez, the last 40 years of my life, what have I done? Where have I been? And I started really focusing on the fact that I really felt like I've never been happy. Mm-hmm. So again, what kind of identity did I have when all I was ever searching for was happiness? Mm-hmm. So um, at that point, I've gained back about 16 pounds and I started doing what I call uh chasing the rainbow. And because, you know, at the end of the rainbow is this big pot of gold. And so Mm -hmm. I just kept thinking, I am going to find my rainbow. Mm -hmm. And so I tried again, yet every other diet under the sun, all while still doing Weight Watchers, mind you. Um, (laughs) Because if you stack diets, they work better. Well, of course. And then I thought, what the heck, I'm going to um, 
take a peek around and see what I can find. And I happened to run across a lady who um, was a Weight Watchers member that was doing a reverse diet. Mm. And I started thinking, I don't know what this is, but I think Mm -hmm. I want to do it. So that led me to join Instagram. And Mm -hmm. from Instagram, I found um, she kind of led me to Katie Crocus. And um, Katie had some posting on some binges that she had had. Mm -hmm. And just through some various comments and interactions with her, um, I really feel like she was this pivotal moment in my life. She was believing in me before I believed in myself. And she's what led me to you. Um, and to macros 101. That's so powerful. And I, I love that. I, I, I'm going to have Katie listen to this because I think it's so, as a coach, there's nothing we want more than to like change somebody's life. And, uh, you know, whether that's us coaching or referring you to somebody else or being that like vehicle, like that's all, that's what we want. That's like yeah. why she's here. That's why I'm here. And I, I love that, you know, you're able to come, come full circle and, and kind of come in to, to macros 101. Um, so when, when you joined, did you start in a reverse? Uh, I did. So yeah. actually the very first week, um, I was going to do a cut. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm yeah, everybody comes cut. in, everyone comes in. I'm going to do a cut. <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm listening to the very first module and I cannot count the number of times you said fitness journey, but I was yelling at my laptop saying, this is not a fitness journey. I am here to lose weight. Why do you keep this journey? I love it. And so then I was like, okay, well, I don't know what she's talking about fitness journey. But as I started thinking about this cutting and I kept going back to the whole, if I cut for like six weeks, eight weeks, I'm going to lose a little bit of weight. And then I'll think about the reverse diet. Mm -hmm. And on the very first day after the the prep week, on that Mm -hmm. very first day after I woke up, I had my macros all figured out and I like got to work and went, I'm going to reverse. I'm going to change it. I'm going to reverse today. And so I did. And every day. I I, like have to like lock people into reversing and like really convince them. How did you just like decide I'm going to do a reverse? Uh, Because I knew it was what I needed. After 16 years of cutting nonstop, like I cut for 16 years. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've, I've been successful. I've lost weight. I've gained weight. I've lost mm-hmm. weight. I've gained weight. But I've been successful. So it wasn't the fact that I, I said, oh, I can't lose weight or, oh, the scale is horrible. Mm-hmm. That wasn't it. The reason I was looking for a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is because I read about a woman doing Weight Watchers and a reverse diet. So that obviously was the universe telling me something. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I did. And um, well, I tell you what, number one, I've never, ever been in maintenance in my entire mm-hmm. life. I've never been taught maintenance. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. But this reverse diet. Yes. I'll take that every day of my life for the rest of my life. Every day. So and uh, if I fast forward really quickly, I am 1010 calories up from where I started. Amazing. That's yeah. so huge. I mean, like yes. standing ovation, all the praise hands, <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything. And I think this is such a good point to point out that like earlier you said, um, you know, you were, you were looking for something. And I think it's such a good opportunity to point out that like what you were looking for um, was actually different than what you needed. And I think you being open to that, like 
Cause I think a lot of times people are like, no, I'm looking for this. And that's kind of like you start, you yelling at me, like, no, I don't want to finish or you're like, I want to lose weight. Like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Um, and I think this just speaks to you to being open to that. What I gave you was different and it, and it looked different. It was wrapped differently. It had a different name than what you thought it was that you needed, but you went with it and you trusted it and it ended up being the actual pot at the end of the, the, you know, it was a, instead of a pot of gold, it was like a brick of gold and it looked a little different, but it was like still gold. And yes. you may not have recognized it other, otherwise, had you not been willing to trust that there was something at the end of that rainbow that yes. you were going to get to. So good. Will you share, I know we already like talked a little bit about your past. I've had the, I've had the privilege of being able to watch Sherry as she's grown and had these like big aha pivotal moments that have really kind of shifted the trajectory of her life. Um, are you willing to share what some of those pivotal moments were and, and why that made such a difference for you moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the first pivotal moment I had during macros one-on-one was um, throwing my name out for a hot seat on the second coaching call. Yes. So, I threw it out there, but honestly, I swear, I did not think I was going to get picked. And when Cassie sent me a little message and said, you're next, I'm like, my heart was beating out of my chest. Yeah. And so when I got on that hot seat call with you, the question that I was going to ask you was not the question I ended up asking you. Interesting. What just came out of my mouth was, I don't know, again, universe driven, um, because I asked you about how to drop the banana. Now, I had not ever heard about the banana before um, I joined Macros 101. But mm -hmm. once I heard about it, I knew what my banana was. And mm -hmm. it ended up coming out to you that I have never felt happy in my life. Mm -hmm. And negativity was really bringing and dragging me down. So through these questions, you really helped uncover and turn the lights on these cockroaches. Mm -hmm. Things that I have ignored for years that were really holding me down. So during that call at the end of it, when I hung up with you, I could not stop thinking about this line that you said to me, and I, would, I will never forget it. Um, you said, if I don't address my deservedness of happiness, I'm never going to break out of this cycle. Mm. And that stuck with me for days. Mm. And as I started thinking about it, I knew I had completely had this choice. I could either shut the light back off and just ignore it and live in my own little pity party of my glass being completely empty, mm -hmm. or I could get brave. Mm -hmm. And honestly, at that moment, I decided I was going to be brave. And you said this on the, on the Facebook group to me is that bravery can shift everything. And you are not kidding. Yeah. Like that is when I started running and running and honestly running like mm -hmm. I don't know that you understand that's where things just started falling for me into placed pieces that reminded me that I have a lot that I've stuffed over the years and that it's time for those things to be dealt with and left behind so I could open up and let good things in um, so that then, like, all of a sudden, I seen my miracle day for the first time. And from after seeing that miracle day, I was able to write my big why, which is to have a better relationship with myself, because it's time for me to start talking to myself like I deserve. 
And from there, then I started affirmations. Obviously, one of them, I am brave. That's one of my like my mantras. Like I can wear that on my chest now. And the other one um, was given to me in the group, and it says, "Thoughts that were planted inside of me were never mine to keep." And then saying those and believing those and saying those and believing those. I get in my car every morning and those are the things I say to myself as I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And, and that second, that second one, oh, sorry, did I cut you off? Yeah, that's okay, go ahead. Uh, that second one, because that uh, second one I love, would, say it again, Th- thoughts that other people place in my head are not mine to keep. Is that what yep. it was? Thoughts, thoughts that were planted inside of me were never mine to keep. There we go. Tell us why that one is so important to you. So that one is so important to me because if we go back again in my story to the years of my childhood being overweight, I was at the mercy of adults, of other children for the things that they would say to me because I was overweight. Like perfect example, um, my school nurse on my 10th birthday calls me down to the office and I'm wearing, if you could picture it, a beautiful teal sweatsuit because, you know, Terry Cloth sweatsuits were all the thing back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has me step on the scale and then proceeds to announce my weight in front of all the other kids that are sitting in her office. And then she says to me, who picked out your outfit? Well, I come from a family that didn't have a lot. And that was my birthday gift that my mom gave me. She allowed me mm-hmm. to pick out one outfit and I always wore hand-me-downs. So that outfit was like my pride and joy. Mm -hmm. And I told her, well, I did. I picked it out for my birthday. And she said, you could wear prettier clothes if you lost weight. And that, those words have stuck with me all of these years. And it's why I dress in clothing that's not flattering. I wear things Mm -hmm. that are way too big. I wear lots of black and white because I feel like I need to blend in. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't but on my 48th birthday um, in the macros group that I decided it was time to let that go. That she no longer chooses to have the power over me that I choose the words that get to have power over me. And that's that's really why the, those affirmations, that, that one in particular, like they were not planted in me for me to live, that I get to make those choices, that I get to choose to rip those roots out, replant and start to water and watch those thrive. So good. So good. And I mean, I mean, first of all, it breaks my heart. Like it breaks my heart. And Sherry and I were talking before we hit recorded, like, should we change that for the future? Absolutely. Like, can we please stop any other child from having that experience? Absolutely. And yet at the same time it happened and we can't go into the past and we can't change it. But what Sherry's been able to do is been able to maintain control over it and separate, right? That was what she said. And that was her thoughts and that was her beliefs. And that doesn't have anything to do with you. And, um, you know, you talked about the banana, which we, it's a analogy that we use inside of macros 101 and you dropping the banana was you deciding that what other people had told you for your life wasn't actually truth, right? It wasn't actually true for you is what they were thinking is that's their stuff. That doesn't actually have to be true for you. And as you drop that banana, as you release that, um, other things started to change in your life. And I'm thinking specifically of one really brave event that you shared with us. Are you willing to share that on the podcast? Absolutely. Um, So for all the years that I abused my body, 
Um, I have a lot of stretch marks. I have a lot of saggy, loose skin. Mm-hmm. And I have hidden that skin because I feel like people are going to judge that. People are going to look at me. They're going to wonder why I'm wearing short sleeves. Why is she wearing shorts? Why does she look like that? And so for me, the obvious answer is just to cover it up. Nobody's going to see it. So, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, I can't even tell you how many softball games I sat at in 100 degree weather wearing long sleeves. Long sleeves, jeez, yeah. And wearing pants or never, ever putting on a skirt, anything like that, just suffering in my own skin. Mm -hmm. And So it had been well over 20 years since I put a tank top on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I decided I was going to write a miracle scale, which I tell you what, Amber, a miracle scale has been one of the most empowering um, tools that I've ever used in my entire life. Because what it does is it takes me from zero, which is never putting that tank top on Mm -hmm. to a 10, which means I put that tank top on, I'm wearing that tank top and I'm feeling good about it and not worried about what anything that anybody else thinks or what I hear in my head. Yeah. And so upon discussion, I have made spectacular gains in the gym. I have these biceps that I am so proud of. Yeah. And all I could focus on as I would do a little flex was, God, look at that. Look at all that skin. Look at mm-hmm. that flab. Look at that that stretch marks. Look at how everything just pulls at the bottom of my um, el- near my elbow. And so I posted that in the group. I said, you know, I want to be able to wear this tank top. And the process I had in my mind was this slow little process. I was going to go step by step. I was going to wear a tank top in the house five times. I was going to wear a tank top out of the house in my backyard five times. Mm-hmm. I had this process that was going to last for the next 20 years. <laughs> and so I posted it in the group. And man, these women in this group are the most amazing women that I've ever encountered in my They're life. So awesome. The support, the comments, the, hey, I've been there. Mm-hmm. The, um, you can do it too. The sharing of pictures that other women showed of, hey, this is what my arms look like. Mm-hmm. If you want to do this, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And that led to an interaction with Amber. So <laughs> during this interaction, I'm like, no, I can't do this because what's going to happen when I walk out the door today is that mm-hmm. every thought in my mind is going to be, you look awful, you look horrible. It's going to bring up all these awful memories. It's going to spur this. I don't know how I'm going to get out of my head the moment I do it. And you mm-hmm. were like, look, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. What do you, what do you want? What do you want to do? And, um, well, you said it in a very nice way, but it was very blunt. It was very direct. (laughs) I'm very direct. It was like, you want to think that, that that's on you. You can think Mm -hmm. that, but you have an option. Do you want to stay living the way that you were living or do you want to just try? And you said, can you take a drive in your car, go out to your mailbox? And I'm like, okay, hey, look, I can commit to that this weekend. So I thought about it all weekend long. And I had actually went to, um, uh, I went three hours to the south of me and my, um, my um, ride home, I get this, well, there ain't no time but the present. 
Amber said, so I'm going to do it. And I take off my shirt that I had on and I have a tank top on and I drove up the interstate 90 miles all by myself with my tunes cranked and my arm sitting on the edge of the car door mm-hmm. with my tank top on. And you know what happened? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened in my head. Never did I go. That car driving by is like yeah. looking at my arms. They yeah. Care. Mm-hmm. And that spurred this incredible week of wearing short sleeve shirts to work. My coworkers, I've been there two and a half years, have never seen the light of my arms ever. <laughs> They've seen my wrists. That's about it. But that spurred like this incredible week of me going, where can I wear a short sleeve shirt to? Where can I put a tank top on? And just Saturday, I really truly believe I hit the 10 on my miracle scale because I went to a graduation party with a tank top on and I sat amongst people I did not know. And I Mm -hmm. sat amongst people I have known forever. And not one thought ever crossed my mind about you have no business to be wearing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love about that story is that, and this is such a testament to you, is that, um, you know, I gave you some coaching and yes, sometimes I am, you know, blunt and like tell it what is a little bit, but like, you're one of those people who is like, as soon as you like make your decision, like you're all in, like, like the next thing I knew you were coming back to the group and being like, Hey, guess what? I wore like a tank top all day long. And I was like, wait a minute. We were like, you were just saying that you hadn't worn a tank top outside for 20 years. And now you're like going to a graduation ceremony because that's such a testament to you that like, when you decide to do something, it's like, okay, I'm going to do it and I'm going to go all in and I'm going to, and I'm going to make it happen. And that, that is the Sherry that has been so fun to see you uncover. I, I don't know. I almost want to give her the name like brave Sherry, but I see brave <laughs> Sherry just like showing up in her life in all of these different ways. And it's just, it's so exciting. It's so exciting to be able to see you step into that version of you that, and I, and I always make this point. This is not a new version of Sherry. This is the version of Sherry that's always been there that we just hide and we just cover up. So this is not about you becoming somebody different or you becoming somebody who you never were before. Like this version of Sherry was always there. She was just hiding. You were just hiding her. And now we're just, we're rediscovering her and we're letting her out. And it's like brave Sherry can show up and do like anything. (laughs) She can do anything in her life. Right. You wouldn't believe like the list that came out of my mind once that tank top and I wore that and I feel like I hit that 10. It's like, I'm going to learn to swim. (laughs) I haven't swam since I was 12. And not because I don't want to wear a swimsuit. It's because I was scared. Yeah. And at this point, like, why not? Why why not just be brave for a minute and Mm -hmm. try it? So good. So, so good. Um, Okay. This has been amazing. I I love hearing your stories. Uh, Last thing that I want you to share is if you had somebody who was trying to decide whether they were going to join Macros 101, what would you tell them? Oh my gosh. So this is the most exciting part to me. And I tell you this because I am such an extrovert. Like I am so extroverted that I say to people, you are my friend. You just don't know it yet. And so, oh my gosh, I love that. (laughs) So I'm going to talk right now to a specific friend. Okay. You may not know me. I love it. But 
you are my friend. So I want to talk specifically to the one who suffered that childhood trauma and the one that has suffered the worth that others have placed on her. And the ones who work so hard to fill the cups of the others when yet their cup feels so empty that nothing ever comes out of it. So I just want you to know you can change your story. So that story that you've been telling yourself in your head, it comes from this place of fear. It keeps you believing things that are not true. And Macros 101, I'm just going to tell you, can help you change your story. It is so much more than the macros program. It's so much more than a fitness journey, although I am truly a believer in the fitness journey now. Mm -hmm. It is a program that helped me find my identity again. Um, It's totally giving you the tools, like the tools that I never thought that I would ever need or find. It has these tools that totally helped me work my life from the inside out. And it's work that truly, I believe, has to be done before you break out of the cycle that really has left you a prisoner. I mean, I felt like a prisoner. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's so strong in the ability to collect my own data, data, to make decisions based on my data and to do it and to see it and to say, I did that. But also, it gives you such support, such support from these amazing coaches and these women who really see worth in you today when you don't. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be hard at times, but I just want you to know how brave you are. You are so brave and you are so worth it. And you will see that in yourself, but I want you to know you can be the author of your own story going forward. And I'm just going to leave you with this. So I had this song, I'm such a connector with songs, and there's this song that has really become the anthem of my macros, 101 and now beyond. But the song, the song starts out, today it all begins. I'm seeing my life for the very first time through a different lens. Yesterday I didn't understand driving 50 or driving 35 with a rocket inside me. I didn't know what I had. While I've been waiting to live, my life's been waiting on me. And finally, I'm going to know what it's like to live and not just be alive. So beautiful. Well, this has been amazing. One thing that came up as you were as you were speaking, uh, if you're willing to share, before we hit record, you said that you had an experience with your husband that made you realize that like this was this was like the new Sherry. Like you weren't going back, right? You've had this experience of like losing the 80 pounds and then going back. Yeah. Will you share that? Like what makes you so sure that this is the end? So, so much of my struggle has been this elevator or so much of the struggle has been this escalator of negative feelings, negative Mm -hmm. thoughts, negative self-talk. 39 years of this, it's just so become ingrained in my brain that it was normal that I never, ever realized that what was going on inside of my head was not normal. So one night, like all married couples, I've been married for 25 years mm-hmm. and we have disagreements. And there was one night during a disagreement, I was feeling pretty low emotionally and loudly and clearly in my head for the first time, I heard a voice say, you were worthless. I actually gasped out loud. It was the first time in my life that I recognized it. I heard it. 
And I sat with that emotion. I mean, I just sat with it. And at that moment, I decided that, you know what, I'm hearing these thoughts from now on. I'm going to acknowledge every thought that is not serving me. And I'm going to change every action that I have to those thoughts. And, you know, I wish I could rewind my story 39 years of the crap that I have done and said in my head. Um, But I'm working on peeling that onion one layer at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sit with those emotions and rewrite my story. And that's how I absolutely know that even though I have so much work ahead of me, that it is worth it. And this is it. I'm, this is the last thing I'm ever going to do because mm-hmm. I think I finally found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. So good. Gives me chills just hearing at it. Thank you, <laughs> Sherry, so much for coming on and sharing your story. I know that there are going to be women listening who hear themselves, hear themselves in your story. And if that's you and you're listening and you're like, man, I could have, I could have said Sherry's story. Um, I want you to recognize where Sherry's at and recognize that because she is there, that like it absolutely means that you can be there too. And I think that's the thing that's so exciting about sharing our stories is that Sherry can be that example that is possible. She's done it and you can do it too. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything. Thank you, Amber. It has been such my pleasure. I hope that you got and took a lot away from that story with Sherry. She had so many great nuggets that I'm sure that you can apply directly to whatever it is that you're going through, wherever you are at in your fitness journey. uh, I'm pretty sure that there's something that you could pull out from Sherry's story that would help you. And that's exactly why I share these. That's why I bring these women onto the podcast because my goal is to have them, their stories inspire you and help you to start to believe that change, transformation, whatever goal it is that you're trying to achieve is possible for you and that that you can do it. And that belief starts the process. And by hearing other stories, you can start to have that belief in yourself. So I'm so grateful for the women who come on the podcast. I'm grateful for Sherry. And that wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. Now, if you are listening to this episode in real time, that means there are only days before we open the doors to my signature coaching program, Macros 101, for the final time in 2021. In fact, the next time we'll be opening Macros 101 will be in March of 2022. So if you have been sitting on the sidelines thinking about Macros 101, wondering about Macros 101, now is your time, my friend. We open doors on Monday, August 30th, and doors will close on Thursday, September 2nd. So there are only a couple of days that we're open. We do this very intentionally because we want to get everybody in, close the doors, and get to work with the women who are committed in creating a change and creating a transformation in themselves. It's my very favorite thing I get to do is to coach women through this transformation. Whatever that looks like for you, Um, whether that's gaining muscle, whether that's losing fat, Uh, whether it's improving your metabolism, inside of Macros 101, you'll have the tools, you'll have the education, you'll have the support, you'll have the coaching to be able to get to where you want to go. And that's what we do inside of Macros 101. So if you are like a heck yes, and you want to make sure that you are able to get the support and the coaching and the and the education that you need in order to be able to be successful, head to Mac no, head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist and you can add your name to the Macros 101 waitlist. We may or may not have a surprise for those people who add their names. Just saying. 
We are so excited about Macros 101 opening up. Like I said, we are days from opening. It's like, it's like Christmas day for me. I cannot wait to work with those women who are like, heck yeah, sign up. I want to work closer with Amber and with her team and be able to really dive into this stuff on a deeper level. We just scratch the surface with the podcast and with my Instagram account. And we go a lot deeper inside of Macros 101. So if you've been wanting to get coached by me, Macros 101 is the way to do it. Go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hold up sister friend. Do you love biceps after babies radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.